celebrating Victoria's Spring Racing Carnival on Tab Champions Stakes Day. Ready to go at the 2,000 metres. RSN Racing and Sport. Dean Lester, David Gately and Jamie Rogers working through the Champions form meeting with me at Flemington and what a great meeting it is. And a late rider change has come through, a significant one. It was the one we were waiting for in the last race, race nine, number six, taunting with the dual engagement of James McDonald will now be ridden by Jamie Mott. So an update just through race nine, number six, taunting to be ridden by Jamie Mott. Race four on the card at Flemington is the Queen's Cup over 2,600 metres. La Cucaracha, or Cucaracha, number six is the only scratching. Jamie, what's the market looking like in race four? Well, this is really interesting, Warren, and I actually can't wait to watch this race be run today. So we've seen interest in three horses, one in particular, but there is some interest around three, and that's number two, Persan, at $7.00. Number four, Great House, that Chris Waller runner, has also seen a bit of a dabble at the $8.50. But it's all around this horse, Solcom, who has this huge buzz around this horse at $2.60, and the money would suggest that form we've seen in the UK will be just as good here in Australia. So I actually am really interested to see the outcome of this race. Yeah, I think a lot of people are, are intrigued with Solcom. Dino, first of all, uh, thoughts on how the, the race might be run here? Uh, yeah, he'll be uh, back in the field, I'd imagine, Solcom. Um I, I would have thought Persan with the blinkers back on might be the leader, but uh horse like San Alberto, he's getting fitter. He might be ready to to roll forward in warning. As you mentioned with Sam Friedman, uh, Nash really, really gets him going, and he did win this race from the front last year, so I'd imagine he might be uh, rolling forward from the outside draw. How do you line them up here? I've tipped Solcom. He is a fascinating runner. He's four goes in the blinkers for three pretty big wins. Uh, they've either found the key to him or that was the way to dress him up to sell him uh, to Australian shores. But uh, we'll see today how, how good he is and how, where he fits into the, the staying ranks here. I think he probably fit in very favourably and I think he'll be the one to beat. His stable mate, uh, Great House, getting back on dry ground. He's running the Turnbull Stakes very good and then Wheels was spinning in the Caulfield Cup. He had a good run for a lot of the race and then just didn't quite quicken. But on the better ground, he can improve. Uh, Luntzies didn't have the best of runs in the Geelong Cup and his run in the Turnbull Stakes was very good. And the Turnbull Stakes been, a, as it always is, a reliable form reference. And five, Luna Flair, who obviously missed the Cup on Tuesday, but fit to take her place today next best. But uh, he is a fascinating runner, Solcom. I'm tipping him to win. Well enough found in the market now though. Eleven four nine five. Thoughts here, Gator? Yeah, this is a big spruik, isn't it? I think Jamie's um all over it to, to work. The Werribee by reports has been uh, brilliant. It's probably look since he's been gelded, I think it's probably been the key to him, and that's been uh, the last four starts. He's only been beaten once. He thrashed him at York, running running exceptional time as well. He's got a big bouncy action on, action on him, and he's um. I think Flemington will, will suit him. And, uh, you know, history says they can land in this race and win it, and win it easily. Luna Flair uh, missed that Melbourne Cup run, of course. I was actually giving her a hope there. So uh, she must have a hope here. She won that Bart Cummings pole ride in the Mini Valley Cup, ran home hard, beating all bar one, which was Francesco Gardi. Thrashed Persan, Grand Promenade. There's Persan, must have a case. Um... Quite not, not quite sure how he turns the tables on Luna Flair, but he's going well. And no compromise going well also. Forgive the Caulfield Cup. 59's your query. 
Uh, but I'm with the 11 from 5-2-1. Yeah, with Luna Flair, I know the Equicast going on is probably not a gear change that you look for. We saw the synthetic hoof filler applied uh, during the, the week in the in the Oaks, and that really didn't make a, a difference. So I'm hoping that uh, all's well with Luna Flair. And if all is well, I think she's very hard to beat. Number five, hit a two-person who has got a bit of ground to make up. She, he gets the blinkers on here, chasing Luna Flair as he did in the Mooney Valley Cup. Four great house, back on the firmer ground, a real positive. I think he'd been going really well this preparation. And intriguing runner is number 11, Sulcum. Got that climbing action as Gator outlined and some devastating wins overseas from back in the field doing some ducking and weaving will be very strong late. 5, 2, 4 and 11 for me. David Gately's numbers 11, 5, 2 and 1. Dean Lester with 11, 4, 9 and 5. Race 4 at Flemington. Race five's the Matriarch, over 2,000 metres, a Group 2 race. Douceur doesn't back up, only scratching number nine. What's the market look like here, Jamie? Well, Warren, this has been really interesting watching where the supports come through. So the eight dynasties had been the favourite pretty much all week and has been really friendless in the betting. So she's now out to $7. And the new favourite is the best-backed runner of the entire program, and that is number four, a tissue. $3.70 into $3.40, now into $3.20, and has been such a popular runner. Honey Creeper, the five at $7.50. She's seen a little bit of support at that $7.50 quote. She hasn't moved around too much. And Foxy Frieda at $7 has also seen a little bit of interest and Glory Bound, the 13 at $8 as well. But as I said before, a very popular favourite in here in a tissue. Popular favourite. How are you playing the matriarch, Gator? Yeah, look, I, I had a bit of trouble splitting the tissue and Honey Creeper. It seems like the market hasn't had any of those issues. Um, big money coming for a tissue, as Jamie's reference. Look, she is flying. She was cut out at a key stage at Randwick. She was only really fully clear the last 100, yet still ran the second quickest last 200 of that race. Then only Ice Bath was home quicker in an Empire Rose last week. She's been to 2001. She won it. Uh, J-Mac takes over. She's tough, though, to, to load up on because she can blow the start and, and blow it badly. Honey Creep is the other one I like. I think she's airborne also. She got lost last week. Honey Stockman was home quicker. Then Stockman went to a race called the Melbourne Cup, and only one horse was home quicker than him at the end of that race. She was a good thing leaked prior to that, and the winner was then terrific in a Golden Eagle. They're both ready to win. Um, they can't both win. Well, I guess they can. Dynasty's going well, forced back to the slower inside lane to her last two. Uh, she's certainly in the um, early quad and glory bounce, promising. Um, always a good race to make track. 4 5, 8 13. How are you playing it, Dino? Yeah, I'm going with Dynasty's, uh, Warren, uh, on the backup. I, I always like the backup mares from the Tuesday to the Saturday into the uh, Matriarch. And Dynasty's, uh, it was a good run, uh, probably in the worst ground. And I think she's well suited here to beat five Honey Creeper, who's uh, going well for this sort of race. And from a good draw, the, the run at 2,000 metres under her belt now. Uh, seven Foxy Frieda. I thought this would be the right race for us. She's just come up with a little bit of a tricky draw, but uh, it's a suitable race class-wise. And a tissue, as Gator said, that you'll know your fate pretty early because she can just uh, miss the start badly. But uh, she gets that right. Uh, she's certainly well up to winning a race like this. And as Gator mentioned, Glory Bound uh, is one worth, well worth putting in the uh, early quality. She's come up well. Eight, five, seven, and four. Yeah, Dino's numbers four, five, eight, and thirteen. 
from Gator. I'm hoping number four, Tissue, does begin cleanly because there's a terrific lead into this race, that closing effort in the Empire Rose at Wait for Age against the Mayors last Saturday. I'm with her. Four ahead of seven, Foxy Freedy. You'd think this has been the target that Andrew Noblet's been working back from all spring. The blinkers come off. The winkers go on. Just need some luck from the draw. Honey Creeper can perhaps settle a little bit closer from a good draw with Nash Rewilla aboard and Six Steinem. I thought closed off nicely enough. Second up will strip even fitter. Competitive race, but I thought numbers four and seven were the key numbers. Four, seven, five and six for me. The first of the sprints, the champion sprint down the straight over 1,200 metres. September runs the scratching number 10. Jamie, how does the market look here? Well, Warren, it's fascinating, first of all, I find the difference between Nature Strip and Giga Kick's price in the market, but also how dominant Nature Strip is. I know he's great third up, but it's almost as if it's a one-horse race in terms of support. So he opened up at $2 and was absolutely crunched at that price. He went into $1.90. He's now into $1.85. And we've taken a few bets at $5,000 at the $1.90 price, so he's now trimmed into that. Giga Kick is next best, so he's right down the bottom, number 14. Giga Kick at $4.40 is... Seen a little bit of interest yesterday, but it's still just all about Nature Strip. Bella Nepotina is next best at $7 and hasn't seen too much support at that price. Now, in terms of the longer runners, where we've seen some place bets, Rock and Horse, the 11 at $4.80, has seen a bit of interest, as has the 15 in Lofty Strike at $7 for the place. Fantastic race. Good speed, as you would expect, but... Notification early of a change in tactics with the astrologist to ride with some cover. So I think the speed out wider looks to be Nature Strip with a clean getaway and getting into his rhythm. And back nearer the inside looks like front page might be the, the most likely speed there. And gee, I think that sets it up for, for what we've seen as close to the best of Nature Strip. 1,200 metres down the straight when he begins. He gets into that nice rhythm. He settles a bit better now than he has done previously. And James McDonald can just take him through his gears and then he can quicken off a tempo that he's likely to be controlling. So I think it's the race for Nature Strip to, to bounce back, fitter for that most recent run in the Everest, defeated by Giga Kick. So one for me, ahead of 14, Giga Kick. He's undefeated. He's going well. Craig Williams will have a plan to have him close enough, no doubt, and use his sprint late in the race. Nine, Bella Nipotina. I don't think she's ever gone any better. A deserved Group 1 last start. She might be better when she can get her toe in the ground, but she's effective in these races. And 11, Rock and Horse. I'm not surprised there's been some money for Rock and Horse, particularly at the place. I think she's going very well, and she does have a terrific place chance. But, gee, I think this is a great race for Nature Strip to bounce back. One, 14, 9, 11 for me. Dino, your thoughts in the champion sprint? Uh, put in a carbon, I think, for me, Warren. Uh, I think uh, Nature Strip gets his chance to bounce back. I love the draw for him. There's not a lot of speed around him, and the notification of the astrologist not wanting to get be as close in the run uh, probably suits him even better. So I think he'll just get into his rhythm and be hard to run down. And saying that, Kiki Kick did run him down uh, last time. Uh, I just don't think Nature Strip got into that the absolute best of his. Uh, galloping rhythm that day, but uh, Giga Kick's obviously hard to knock. He's unbeaten. Uh, he can run well. Uh, nine, Bella Nipotina, and uh, 11, Rockin' Horse down the straight. Always performs. She'll run a, a good race. But uh, for the quaddies, numbers 1 and 14, and in that order, 1, 14, 9, 11. Your thoughts here, Gator? Yeah, look, I think they'll all be pretty keen to take the title back um, on Nature Strip. Uh, jockey, trainer... And I think the athlete himself um, doesn't like getting run by much these days. And 
when it does happen, it tends to happen second up, and that's what happened in the Everest. Obviously, had a shortened prep coming off the back of that uh, win where he, he lacked a few in, in England. Um, I'm expecting him to hit back hard and take that title back as the world's best sprinter. Bellina Bettina, always wide, working in the Moya, just an outstanding run, and then goes to a Manicato and absolutely thrashes them, smashes the clock doing it. You know, um, you know the ratings, people tell you that they tend to regress off that. Well, it is hard to replicate that sort of uh, elite performance. But that's two exceptional runs in a row now. So I think she's a big danger. Giga Kick, well, he hasn't been beaten yet. Um, as Dino referenced, and he just ran by Private Eye. He just ran by Nature Strip. Jack and O, gee, he's hard to pot. And um, I think they're the main three and the three winning hopes. Not Einstein with that, but I think Levante's a really good horse. Next best, one nine fourteen and 12. Big Aiders numbers, Dean Lester's with one fourteen nine and 11 and a carbon copy of those numbers for me. Just recapping our numbers in race three that were missed via some members of the audience. Dean Lester with numbers 3, 16, 11 and 1. David Gately with numbers 3, 11, 8 and 4. My numbers in race three were 11, 3, 14 and 16. Time for a break on RSN 927, the last two group ones, the team's best bets and quaddies still to come this hour.